We are here with the last two. Last two of the whole league. We got Pete and Cobb. So first, I'm going to go straight into it. We got Big, Big Pete. Now, do you want the short story or the long story on what's going on with him? Because uh, I'll give you both. Uh, we'll start with the short. Bad. Not good. Um, so, Peter, lifetime, he has been in here every single year. Uh, 837 wins, 869 <laughs> losses, and 104 um, ties, leading to a 49.12%. Also, not terribly bad. Right behind Dane, smacked up between Dane and Ethan. I gave Ethan props on the same winning percentage, and Dane, of course, so it's not that bad. But Peter has never really made any pure, real playoff push. He's had a couple seasons where he hasn't done bad the year, and... Um, I believe it was 2016, which is also the same year. Kyle, who I'm about to talk about later, was the year that he joined the league. Um, it was his best year, 120 wins. Um, he really won a lot through speed average and saves in general. He had 47 uh, stolen bases from Starling Marte. Um, Jose Ramirez had 22. Had a few other people in the, in the teens. Uh, Jose Altuve with 30. And then he had a bunch of good closers. He had Chapman, uh, Fernando Rodney, Dylan Batances, who saved some games that year when uh, Chapman was out. Um, uh, Cody Allen for Cleveland, back when he was pitching well. Anyway, in general, he's that was a pretty good year for him. He's been mostly generally solid, but like, like I said about Ethan, it's just another extreme lack of success when it comes to playoff time. Uh, you ask him. He'll swear to you he's the best in the league, of course. Um, and he'll, you know, give you his, his two cents on who he thinks you should take and whatnot. But I wouldn't listen. He has not won yet. Um, he has not been any sort of championship yet. Um, now that I'm rounding up everything, there's only three people who haven't sniffed the, the championship yet. And that's Pete, Pete <laughs> Ethan, DeSimone, and Ethan Sheckman. Now, Sheckman has just joined the league. That's not super surprising, but... but Ethan and Pete have been here. Ethan DeSimone and Pete have been here from the get-go and haven't been able to touch it yet. So both of them really got to get on it. But um, in general, um, I got to give him props for having some good seasons. So he's got 110 win season, 120, um, 106 isn't bad, 109. So he's like here and there. He's like a winning team, losing team, winning team, losing team. So since I have to give him props there, knowing Peter, he probably says something along the lines of, on your head, something like that. I know that's his thing, on your head. Um, but now we'll move to uh, Big Kyle. Oh, by the way, team name for Big Pete, um, it's always really been the same. He's never changed it. KFC is better in Popeyes, an old joke about uh, David Dahlberg, who used to be in the league way back when, saying Popeyes was better than KFC. So it's a whole thing. Anyway, let's move on to Kyle. So Kyle... Um, He's recently changed his name to Simeon Staines Roy because uh, he had Marcus Simeon on his team. But he was um, Conroy Island. Uh, Iceland or Conroy Island. I don't know. One, it's, It can't be Island, not with those coverage skills he has. I can't imagine it would be Island. It's probably Island or uh, – All I know is that we, we had a turkey bowl recently in our town. He came in like second, third – fourth somewhere around there in the uh in the voting for mvp 
Um, he wasn't really even close to winning MVP. So I can't imagine he'd tout about his coverage skills that much. But regardless, let's not talk about that at the moment. Talking about baseball. Um, so in his five seasons he's had, he has had all losing seasons. Uh, this past season he also did not win. And just to go back quick on Peter, he was also right around 500. They both ended with similar records, which is why I finished with them both. The past season, the 60-game season, both right nearing 500, but right below it. So uh, they had similar seasons this year. And then Kyle had one fantastic year. Um, So every season he's lost, except for this one season last year, um, which he actually made to the championship. He was the one competing against Luke. Um, I'm sorry, competing against Dane last season, uh, in 2019, um, and unfortunately did lose, it was a close matchup, um, but he had a squad that year, uh, Dane beat him 7-3 in the championship, but Kyle's thing has been starting pitching in speed, it's just been his thing, he's never been super great at picking up all too good of players, uh, on the hitting side of things, he had Anthony Rendon that year that went off, did super well, he had Marcus Simeon, Mookie Betts, so he had some guys, but overall speed on the team was all over. So he had guys in the teens and stolen bases all over the place. Um, Elvis Andrews had 31 stolen bases. He had even some pop and stuff. But his big thing, as he'll tell you, strikeouts, baby. Strikeouts everywhere. Strikeouts, wins. And if he gets some really good pitchers, uh, he initiates kind of an onslaught mentality of picking up pitchers, slamming you, making you uh, sweat a little bit in that in those certain categories because there's not really anything you're going to be able to do because he's just going to keep picking them up um, and get guys with, with Ks, guys who he thinks he can win games. And as long as his good starters do well, he can normally keep his ERA and whip uh, afloat. Sometimes not, but that's what he chooses to do, and it's worked well for him, at least in that season. So over those five years, he's 429, 400. And 67 and 54 comes out to a 48 winning percentage. He is right just above Lucas at number eight out of the league in winning percentage. Um, he's still generally somewhat new, especially in really trying in the baseball department. So I can't fault him. He's pretty good. All I know is out of those five years, he's had five so far. That is just not an easy five. You know, that's not an easy five. It's not easy. So, um, He's been asking this. He's joined. He joined in 2016. I kept telling him 2015. It's 2016. So he's um he's another little competitor too. Um, we're getting to the point now where really, I say the Fab Four and now Fab Five maybe even with Dane, um, added in there. But really, everyone can compete a bit, and I, that's why I've actually given everyone a bit of props here. Even the people I've ragged on, like Lucas, for being mostly unsuccessful, but. You know, coming back and winning last this past season, uh, I ragged on Kyle, ragged on Pete, ragged on Ethan, both Ethans to a certain extent. Everyone has been able to put together some good seasons. Um, it's just going to be, you know, how lucky are you? Injuries with just guys maybe having a bad year, good year, whatever. Classic fantasy sports BS. But everyone is capable of drafting a good team. And that's what's fun to see. So that's wrapping up all the people in general. Pete, Kyle, uh, Pete just needs that playoff success just to round up what he needs in general. Um, and Kyle just maybe can continue to keep what he's doing. Um, I would say, just like Lucas, don't fall into that pit. 
Lucas already fell into it. He did finally win a championship, but look how long it took and how many bad years he had to have for it to finally happen and a 60-game season for it to happen. Who knows what would have happened further on. I still think he had one of the best teams, the hottest teams. He might have still won anyway, but I'm just, I just want to throw it out there. You might want to change strategies on occasion, occasion, and it also makes you predictable in the draft. Not that that matters, maybe, or maybe it does. I don't know. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this. Then we're doing rules next. I'm really excited for that. Rules are coming up. Um, like I said, there's not really that many rules. It's just fun stuff that I'm adding in. Um, so we don't have to be worried about a bunch of rules and things being put on people that they don't want. So awesome. I can't wait until. Thank <laughs> you.